Hi guys, and welcome back to another Meet the Answer podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about fermentation and the importance of fermentation. And before we get into that, I want to say that I am Cassie Ray, and I will be your host. This is where I talk about food, food science, all the things related to food. And I do it in a way that's very unbiased, so that way you can get a better and greater opinion for you and your family. Um, I simply give you facts, and then you get to decide what you want to do with those facts that I share with you. So today we're going to be talking about fermentation. Um, In case you don't know, I also have another podcast. Um, It's called The Wellness Nerd Podcast. Um, It's always linked down below. Um, But that is where I talk about all things health-related that kind of corresponds with these podcasts. So if you don't want to listen to just this one, you want to know um, more about the health side of food, um, I will link that down below, um, so that way you guys can have it. And then also, um, I will be linking down below a link that I have, which is the introduction to human gut microbiome. Um, and so that way you can read that. It's an abstract. It's literally like a, um, scientific study done. And so it's got an abstract and all the things that you need to have and be a scientific study. Um, but it just goes into more depth of just like an introduction of what gut microbiome is, why we need it, why gut flora is so important. Um, so there is that. And then also linked down below, I will be putting the sponsor of today's podcast down there, which is Easy at Home. Easy at Home is a light therapy light that you can buy at Walmart. Um, it has... M- three different settings and it can help you um during the seasonal depression uh time it gives you the light feeling of as if you're outside so if you're stuck inside during the winter at work whatever it is um easy at home can make it easy for you to be able to have the light therapy of the sun and so with that i'm going to leave the link down below for that where you can leave a review on their product or you can purchase it so other than that let's continue on with this podcast so i'm gonna go over what fermentation is fermentation is the anaerobic breakdown of energy rich compounds such as alcohol and any sort of organic acid to the action of microorganisms such as bacteria and yeast this naturally occurs in most foods such as alcohol beverages pharmaceuticals and most other foods especially controlling microbial enzymatic activity that is the complete definition from webster dictionary of what fermentation is um and to put it simply it is the good bacteria that is in your gut and fermentation actually helps feed the good bacteria so whenever we eat something such as sauerkraut coffee anything like that that has all been fermented into the product that you are eating and whenever you eat that you eat the microbes that are in the food and then that goes into your stomach and it will then break down anything that is somewhat not good for your body so let's say you get a sickness or an illness if you have good microbiome in your gut it will prevent it from actually happening and hurting you because it will then try to eat away at the 
virus or the sickness that you have. Um, another cool thing is whenever you give birth, your baby will then also receive some of that microbiome that's in um, your body whenever they are born vaginally and that is the one way that it can actually test the baby's immune system and allow them to be able to practice fighting off things or practice even having um, bacteria which is also what helps aid in the getting rid of um, meconium poop which is pretty interesting so anyways let's talk about why and how and what bacteria is in your fermented foods so i'm going to go over the top 11 fermented foods and then i'm going to go over what main bacteria is in there and why that is the main bacteria so the top 11 fermented foods are coffee chocolate tea sourdough bread cheese cultured butter yogurt kefir kombucha vinegar and sauerkraut um all of those actually i know that i eat almost daily um let's talk about coffee i drink that every morning chocolate mm, every now and then tea i would say maybe every other day maybe every couple days sourdough bread probably every couple days also if you're celiac um you can most likely consume sourdough bread not everyone can, um, but it can help you have better microbes whenever having and eating bread. So instead of the plain white bread, maybe try some sourdough. Um, cheese, I eat almost every day. Maybe it's every couple days. Um, butter, I don't really use butter too often to be honest with you. Y yogurt, um, I don't really eat that every day kefir i've never tried that i've been wanting to try it um if you want if you can leave some of your ideas down below of kefir i've always wanted to make it but i don't think i'll have the time to but i've always wanted to try it so if you have a good brand that you like please leave that down below um kombucha i actually make my own kombucha i oh, sorry um i really enjoy it that one's my favorite way to get my fermentation foods in vinegar um, I put that in all kinds of sauces, soups, everything like that. And then sauerkraut is just so good. I love that. Um, but this, if you eat fermented foods, actually is a whole foods way of getting your probiotics in. So probiotics are multiple different things. Um, it is microbes. It's gut flora. It's all the things that you need in order for your body to thrive. So there's a bunch of different benefits of having it, um, especially with your brain. If you ever heard of anything, it's the fact that your gut is your second brain. And what that means is that any foods that you eat and anything that goes inside your stomach is your second brain. So if your stomach is messed up or if your microbes are unbalanced um, or imbalanced rather and um, something is wrong in there, your brain will know and it will signify hey there's something wrong and it could even lead to depression in some people and so that is just something very interesting to note because fermented foods are really really important to make sure that you are consuming every day and why everyone says you need to get on a probiotic because of those specific things so now that we know what fer fermented foods are 
um, it's a breakdown of foods in a good way. So it's basically the spoiling of food, but in a good fer- fermenting, um, controlled environment. So if something was spoiling outside, like let's say a carrot is breaking down outside, that's not something that it should be consumed. That's not something that's going to be having good bacteria or anything like that. But if you ferment it in a crock and you ferment it with um, vinegar and all the other types of good types of fermenting water, different things like that, and it is in an in an controlled environment, that is whenever you're going to have those really good microbes that you can use for your food, um, for your health, and different things like that. Almost all of the foods are um, actually fermented because that's the only way it tastes good. Like even salami is fermented and it's fermented for a really long time. Prosciutto, that takes a year to make and that is because it's fermented. And so I'm going to take a drink of my water real quick. So all good foods that taste good typically are fermented. Um, The most commonly eaten is cheese and coffee and vinegar so that's something cool to note and um if you have been wanting wondering why it's important i'm about to go over what the main ingredient that causes the fermentation to happen and how it helps so lactobacillus is what is in all fermented foods it is the number one microorganism that helps break down food it's the number one microorganism that helps your body whenever you are eating anything that is fermented it is the probiotic bacteria that is helpful to and for your body this is the main one there's multiple but this is the main one and it prevents invasions of pathogens and in turn we feed them with our food or with more bacteria that is good for the gut and so lactobacillus is on our side and it's something that's really important now if we get an overgrowth of any of that it can lead to candida as well as um to other types of yeast infections utis different things like that um but that is how and why it's so important so as i said it can be um established in in during infancy whenever they're born um vaginally but it can also be just built up over time so if you take maybe like half a cup of kombucha every day or you drink um kefir or anything like that if you just drink a little bit of that each day um typically not all the time but typically you won't get an overgrowth and it will actually be beneficial so as I said, this is the most important microbiome that you can have. It is in every single fermented food. And it can help with gut integrity, host health, underlying um, host microbe interactions, and can help even human GI other microbiomes be able to grow well and to be able to be um, at a good population level. And so that is one of the ways that um fermented foods are done um i will continue to talk about fermented foods and this not this podcast but multiple podcasts 
following um leave your questions down below of what foods you want to know about that's fermented and how it's made and i will love to be able to um answer that with you um the first one that i'll be doing is coffee um but if you have any other ones that you want to be talked about let me know i find it super interesting and um other than that i hope you guys have a great day bye